Hey, this episode is brought to you by Tristan Walker and our friends at Bevel, the first and only shaving system designed specifically for coarse, curly hair, <laughs> buckshots, you know, peas, all of those things. And sensitive skin as well. So step up your shave game and say goodbye to those razor bubs because you know how I feel about those. Go to getbevel.com today and use code THEREAD to get 20% off your first month. And let's start the show. My butch queen and your butch queen. What? <laughs> Watching some empire. My butch queen said to your butch queen, I'm finna set this bitch on fire. Talking about Hey, now. Hey now, hey I I got it. Jack him up, you know. I'm not it. Jack him up, you know. Come on, hey now. I have no idea what song this. Jack, you don't know that fucking song. What is it? Well, who's the I don't artist? Know. Okay, so all right, you don't even know. I feel who like it, it is. was in like Lilo and Stitch or some show or. or movie oh, or I only watched Lilo like. and Stitch once because it made me ball. No, like a I'm damn sure baby. that I'm wrong, <laughs> but you know. Okay, as long as you had fun, that's all that really matters. You know what? And that is. It is. That's all always that the matters. Truth. Yes, to me, <laughs> we're right about that. Having a good time. So, welcome to another episode of the Read. Oh, I am. <laughs> Still wearing your sunglasses indoors. Oh. <laughs> there we go. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, <sighs> okay. Yes, I am Jonathan Quest. Okay, and I am Harriet Winslow. And this is three. Who's Jonathan Quest? You know, Haji and them. Okay, I'll Google it. You, you don't know Johnny said, Quest, bitch? Are you out of your Johnny? Guys? Is that like Johnny Bravo? What is it like a video game? First of all, Johnny Quest is before your time, so this isn't that is this doesn't even make any sense. Why? Like you can't even tell me that oh that's some young people shit because Johnny Quest is dumb old. Okay, it, doesn't, like, it doesn't have to be young people shit for me not to get it. I grew up in Oklahoma. Okay, shit. Girl, Johnny Quest like traveled the world. He was like a young um, Sandy Carmen San Diego. Uh, like, it aired from 1964 to 1965. So the question is, how bitch, the fuck you do a you know it? Lie. Well. That's what the internet says. So let me do my. Maybe it was rebooted in the nineties or something. No, girl. There's this thing that's called syndication, and get into it. Okay, so then those same episodes were playing for decades then, and that's fine. But the question is, how did you watch it? Back there were lots of different Johnny Quest, and there was a 3D one, and there was a whole bunch of stuff. All right, you probably spelled Johnny Quest wrong. Oh, really? So it's not this white boy. On an adventure, a, a, the media franchise, a boy who accompanies his father in an extraordinary event. That's nice, not that nigga. You're a wretch. Okay. All right, then. The point is that it's a cartoon. Okay. It sounds And delightful. also, I want for my, the dog that I get. I'm going to get a dog soon. You I'm have decided. I'm going to name it Haji. Um, uh, okay. From Johnny Quest. All right. I just don't know what type of, I'm feeling like. I just don't want like a little frou-frou, fluffy, fluffy, no, like purse dog. Okay. Well, what kind of dog are you thinking about then? Like a little, a bulldog maybe? Or maybe. are you looking for something bigger? I just don't want like a big, I really want a pit bull, but like you can't oh, do all no. of that. You can barely, you I don't think her? you're allowed to have pit bulls in the city, are you? Even if you can, if that bitch lived with me, he's paying rent. <laughs> Cause he's t- 
taking up space, eating up all your damn food, sitting in front of the AC. Your big ass ain't going to be up in this <laughs> motherfucker and you don't work, so... Go out, get a job, sniff some shit down at JFK, bitch. That was the problem I had when I had that cat. Own. It didn't do nothing but shit all day. Get out. Like, you don't live here with me. Get out of my house, actually. Like, bitch, you pay, I spend money on you, and you shit at my house How all day. How dare you? I come you. home, and I have to take your shit out as soon as I walk through the door. What the fuck? When I have a yard. Why are you living here? That's when I'll get I a couldn't. Because I, I really do want a pit, and I feel like they get such a bad rap. They're such nice dogs, and everybody feels like, you know... Because of uh, Michael Vick and I don't know, whoever. Yeah. I love animals, but I'll let my kids have a pet. I don't think I'll have a pet of my own before the end. I'll let my pets have kids. All right. <laughs> I, don't know I should. I, I walked right into that. Kids of my own. Because right. fuck that. Okay. Um, <laughs> you got a dog by the time you're <laughs> three, four years, your dog is as old as you are. So. Yeah. Who even true. gives a fuck? <laughs> uh, so, Black Excellence. Oh Jesus! Who Bless is it this the West week? Coast. Um. So this week, Black Excellence is different because it's not like an actual person. Okay. It's kind of more as like a character and an idea and a landmark, whatever. Okay. So Marvel Comics is releasing a new uh, story called. I feel like I talk away from the mic, and that's my main problem. Let me move. Yes, Marvel Comics is doing a new comic called Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur, and apparently this is like a remake of a real, uh, old comic called Moon Boy from the seventies. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna Google it. But Moon Girl now is a preteen black girl who also happens to be a super genius, Aww. and I think that she's like. I think that she's inhuman as well, which, like, if you follow Marvel Comics, maybe even a little bit, because I only follow them so much, but I also know who inhumans are. It's kind of, like, also awesome, because it's like she's, like, a mutant, but not really, because they're... Anyway, I'm not going to do that to you, because I know you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, no, The point is... uh, You lost me. That she's cute and black and super smart, and her name's Lunella Lafayette, and the comic (laughs) book is about her adventures with a giant red Tyrannosaurus Rex around New York City, and she's described as an Inspector Gadget type who actually knows what she's doing. Oh my god, this is so cute. I think it's awesome. It's really cool to see uh, black super... I love black superheroes and anything superhero-esque. Yeah. So it's cool to me to see, like, she's got the poofy hair and, you know, socks and glasses, and she's super cute. So, you know, check that out, or maybe... There's something you can buy for your kids or nieces and nephews or something. I think it's cute. Oh, yeah. Shout out to them. Shout out to Marvel for doing that. Right. So. On to the garbage. This week in um, Fix That Face. I don't know. It didn't. <laughs> it's fine. Um, oh, God. So much. Where to start? <laughs> I feel like it has been a loaded week. I feel like I've been I've been Jeez Louise. reading about more garbage this week than normal. Um so Matt Barnes is somebody that plays sports. Mm-hmm. He does. I think basketball is the sport that he plays in particular. He also was on um Basketball Wives <laughs> okay. on the VH one. <laughs> 
Is that where you know him from? <laughs> Damn skiffy, okay. because you know I wouldn't know who the fuck this was otherwise. Which Govan sister was he Is he even he like one of the L's? I don't know. Okay. The one that didn't fuck Shaq. Uh, is there a one that's all right so anyway um but not the one that like shawnee really hated but the one that shawnee had to like box with first or was whatever. it laura she looks totally different now i don't it's know Laura. maybe right anyway about them anyway. i don't even think that he's still with either one of whoever but he was out somewhere you know in a wife beater <laughs> Looking like he was trying to score some Tina. What's <laughs> wrong with you? And TMZ caught up with him. And did you just? Are you looking for the <laughs> looking for a clip? No. Okay. So yes, but no. They caught up with him and asked him. <clears throat> I don't know if there were rumors previously that Rihanna and. Matt, we're dating or sleeping together or what, but they were rumors. Okay. And when TMZ approached him and asked him about them, he said something about, oh, well, you know, she and I, we're doing the best that we can and we don't get to see each other that much or, you know, she keeps my cable on so I can always... Catch power. I don't know. Whatever. Like she just all bunch of random shit. <laughs> Something wrong. With you. And it was like, what are you talking about, Matt Barnes? And so Rihanna posted a screenshot Woo! of him. I love from her. the clip, and her. it said hashtag Bishware hashtag the devil is a liar. Just know that all of these are hashtags. She's not that into you. She's not into you at all. She's never even met you. <laughs> this actually hurts my feelings. <laughs> Defamation of character. <laughs> Let's just review the last two hashtags. Woo! Because typically I am immediately over more than two yeah, hashtags. Me too. It's like, I can excuse two. I get it. But three, even three on a good day, <laughs> I, I might pass three. I can't. But oh, but this this was great though. This is an excellent use of too many hashtags. Yeah, this was the shade was actually the fact that they were all hashtags. It's like <laughs> I'm not even gonna give you an actual <laughs> caption. Like I'm just, I'm just going gonna to, tag it. Yeah, with my emotions. I'm gonna start trends with all of these. <laughs> so I love her. I want to just re- really quickly review the last two, mm-hmm. which are this actually hurts my feelings and defamation of character. <laughs> Rihanna basically said that not only have I never met you, not only am I not (laughs) interested in you and never would be interested in you, I am offended that you would imply (laughs) that I might be. How dare... You know how I love to say how dare you? Like this in so many words was that. It was. How dare you? Right. Ever go to TMZ? Here I go. This is why they always write into. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, sober. How dare you go to TMZ and imply that I want anything to do with your fucking ass, bitch? Are you crazy? And then did you see that he like DM'd her friend some crazy shit about who was gonna have? Yeah, because she, you know, Rihanna 
has her Bayesian girls click the fuck up. Like she has her actual homegirls from Barbados yes. with her all, at all times. We know <laughs> Melissa. I think the girl Leandra is her friend oh. slash cousin sister or whoever who also runs her and Snapchat. She's, right, she's, she's Snapchat. funny as fuck. <laughs> and so I think she posted something on Instagram like who is it? Like y'all need to get this gay ass whack ass nigga some, oh, something Lord. like that out of here. And so of course he got he took offense to being called gay and then not whack sends, but gay. Like listen, I will be whack. <laughs> I'll even be broke. They'll be anything but gay. But you, I draw the line. All right. <laughs> like, okay. You and then yourself? he like sent her a DM and said some shit like, I see you like to play games, bitch. We'll see where's left. Oh, all like right. Don't, so, don't do this. It's madness. But the point is, And defamation listen, of character, though. Like Rihanna has to put up with enough I've of your been through, uh, so romantic much shit. rumors. <laughs> Every and I still, week, I won't. Rihanna is fucking somebody else. But Matt Barnes, what you won't do is feel the nope. bullshit. Nope. Because, like, usually the niggas will come up forward and be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Or, oh, nigga, I wish. <laughs> like, like <laughs> right. usually. Something I don't honest. think Matt Barnes may be the first one who has come forth and been like, oh, well, yeah, you know, we text and we'll figure it out. Like, you d- you imagined a whole relationship with her and she's never even I met you, even my nigga. You. Do you think you're Drake? You don't get to just pretend that you had this whole bond with this girl and you've never even been in the same room with her ass like she was doing the absolute opposite of thinking about you and you made your uh, like a total ass out of yourself and now you mad and you can't be mad at nobody but you you meek mill you started it why would you do this why would you do this what is it with niggas and lying on their dick Like, it's Rihanna. Did you think she wasn't going to find out? <laughs> Ugh. I mean, dumb. you told TMZ who wasn't going <laughs> to. Anyway, so. Ugh. Niggas are dumb. Speaking of dumb niggas, Sierra oh, um, my God. was. Why? Oh, she's not the, the dumb nigga. No, I Well, t- no. Well, but, yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's debatable. Right. You know, on the, day, on the really. right or wrong day, yeah. however you look at it. Um. But no, uh, Sierra, I don't, what was it, training camp that they were at when Russell Wilson was holding the bag? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so sure. I almost know things. Okay, I mean, I mean it was really a, a pretty obvious guess because the season is about to start, but okay. <laughs> it's fine, it probably wasn't even training camp. But anyway, what was the story? Don't look at me like that. So anyway. You are so hateful. There were these pictures of Sierra with her boyfriend, Russell Wilson, um, and they were at this alleged camp. (laughs) (laughs) Wherever. And in some of the photos, uh, baby, God, I don't want to call him future. (laughs) Jesus. Fuck Sierra. Like, (laughs) goddamn, can you leak a nickname? What the fuck are we supposed to call this baby? And it's like, how would you even make a nickname? What's his middle name? What's well, the future. baby's middle name? I think he's like Future Carnavius Jr. or whatever. No, know. no, 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 no. Because Future's not Future's name, bitch. Like, <laughs> well, I think, but she did. I think his name, middle name is Navadius. Let's figure out. And if out it's the Future truth. Navadius, whatever the fuck Future's last name is, then Sierra girl. You know what? I'll Google that, that dick later. Must have been platinum. And how? I really how? pray against it. <laughs> up right now <laughs> but even then you could still probably do a lot with that as a middle name nay no d nady nady 
Nady. Oh, no, it's future Zaheer Wilburn. Zaheer, it is, sweet nigga. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Indeed it is. So that's what I'm going to call him. All right. Zaheer. I like that much um, Or just the baby because he's not mine. Oh, but either way, okay. <laughs> they were at this, um, you know, grassy place. And <laughs> in the photos, <laughs> Russell was holding the baby. Now, I knew when I saw those pictures, I was like... This is going to be some petty shit or whatever. Like, I already know that it's going to be whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I didn't see nothing wrong with it, but whatever. So, apparently, Future did, of course. Because he ain't shit. Because he ain't shit. And so, I don't know exactly what he said, but I guess he was in his feelings about Russell holding the baby, playing with the baby, being photographed with the baby, whatever. Being a parent? Are you offended that somebody else was parenting your child? Oh, hmm. sad. Goddamn. Maybe if you did it. Also, there were, you know, lots of uh, future Hive members who shared the sentiment of their I won't let them call themselves a Hive. So, let's stop right there. There's only one Hive hose. I just want to know how this even happened. Because they're lazy and high and couldn't think of nothing else. Y'all are gonna have to find something else. else. Find another nothing else. How does that doesn't even make sense? How does the future have a hive? What is I don't acknowledge that. It doesn't make sense. Right, future hive. It's not a real thing. Get off the lean. It doesn't make sense. Hives, bees. It, it makes it, sense. It works. The only people who could say that they have a beehive to me are Beyonce and Little Kim. That's it. Yeah. Because bee, I right. get it. Future what? Although I'm not sure how many people are in Lil' Kim's Beehive anymore, but that is not necessarily the point. The point? Raven? Ra- who? Um, Raven who? Um, Simone. Not Simone. Okay. Yes. All right. So, but anyway. Raven, that- Aurora, Simone, Aurora, Monroe. Oh, okay. All right. Queen of <laughs> I won't, all the Can you not? I knew you were. Controller of storms. <laughs> And all things between. Raven, like we don't have to. Really, we don't have to. They had a that's a Raven like reunion and (laughs) great things. Yes. Anyway, giving Raven a break. Okay. I, you know, the point is, future nigga, what? Right. Sierra went on um, some show with Gail. Uh, something on NBC, I think. CBS. Okay. Well, whatever. I think. Something about the morning. It doesn't matter. Right. Something in the morning. Um, And she said, look, I had those matching dreads, but don't get it fucked up. <laughs> Saw the light. <clears throat> Eventually. You got there. Because, you know, I think that Sierra, Sierra's thing is that she seems like that girl who was like, like the black queen of the like high school mm, like the most popular girl in school yeah like the like black the head prom queen of. head cheerleader like just real popular real popular everybody. I could dance and you know like I'd be performing at the talent show and make you know you were in the musical right but she yeah. also like runs the bake sale so you don't think that she's a total bitch right she does and like she, community mm, service and stuff and, and she always the flagpole apps that's it and I get it Roll the activity bus. Right. And like, <laughs> she wasn't too good for the activity bus. Exactly. And so she wanted like the white picket fence and like happily ever after, but also like was hopelessly in love with nothing but trap niggas. Right. And so, <laughs> you know, Sierra has re. Exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Sierra has reached the the point in her life now where she is like, I can't deal with no more of these trap niggas. Like she has realized that she, she can't turn these trap niggas into, you know, a Jenner. You can't. <laughs> oh, he can't be Brody. No, he, can he can't not. be, you know, maybe Spencer. But like, he's he not a Will Smith. You can't Boom. you can't convert trap niggas into Will Smith. Boom. <laughs> you can't turn that they nigga don't do it, girl. into Idris or The most you can is do is get them off do. the lean. And you, and you can't even not, do that. Right, if, like, you, if he's not even giving up drugs for you in this multitude of He gave of you a baby and has. still called the album Dirty Sprite too. And then said, I'll choose it over you. Like, See, like That's a lyric. That's the first song on the album. Like, so <laughs> Sierra, I feel like now she has baby Woo! and she has realized like i that have awful. responsibilities and i just i can't even do this no more so i have to date a nigga who loves god yes. and like practices that love <laughs> she's going in the total opposite direction which and it's about time right i may not get the whole no sex thing but this relationship seems so much Look. healthier just based off the strength Damn. of who russell wilson is yeah. and you future is like I just feel like you automatically upgraded, at least on like a mental health situation, by switching to Russell. From Russell future. Wilson has the nerve to look like, like the face of Sizzle. Okay, and then also be saying, "Oh no, you can't have no dick." So, like that's just already like it's like Sierra, like she can't okay. like win for losing. There's nothing that she is that how you say that. Yeah, you can't she win can't. Losing. So it's like, definitely not. You can't lose for winning. That don't make no, but either way, like she can't. Like it's just hopeless. And but she's actually found a nigga who is like <sighs> nice and yeah. can spell and like wears like suits and goes to like nice dinners and like and knows picks up her what child. side the fork is on and like why there's two forks and like <laughs> all of these things and that is like perfect he has for entrance that aren't drugs right and fucking so she had to basically tell these people like I tried to contact that nigga and, and get him to have a conversation he didn't want to do that I don't know what the fuck the rest of these niggas want so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna be this mama and I'm gonna enjoy my life and when I do get the dick bitch it's gonna be bomb and you're gonna be mad about it right. I should sell it no, but that but she was she told them to go fuck right. themselves, and also reminded them that when she got with Future, she was over there with Crayola, watercolor painting with the motherfucking hot dogs for snacks that weren't and shit. She was over hers. Sure trying. was. Sure at was. motherfucking uh, BB Kings and shit with this whole team of Power Ranger ass baby mamas, mm-hmm. and everybody. Oh, it's so and nice. Everybody said, and everybody said, right? Look how it's nice, nice that everybody that she right. can take responsibility See? for the kids and, and allow them. Whatever. See, y'all are trash and totally different expectations for future because even now future stands are on the internet talking about how Sierra is still just a dumb hoe and trying to use now, look, future for attention and all this dirty now, sprite shits on Jackie well, but that is just a fact what does it that's shit just, on Jackie that's, you can't escape that's that. a low bar right. though so you know you have that but you also have the fact that that nigga ain't shit and it's also high and like, you just have to admit to yourself future stands if you like his music that's fine but that nigga ain't shit. I can separate the two. And if what Sierra said is true, nigga, you weren't even there when the baby was born. It's like you weren't even I in the I thought that was common knowledge that he was not there. Wouldn't you want Wasn't the he next, on tour like, or something? He was not there. According to her. Yeah, I remember that. He so... At the bottom of a, a styrofoam cup. Like... 
over your baby and consistently chose his career over your baby. And y'all are mad that Sierra finally said, oh, well, fuck it then. I guess I'm going to move on. Are you mad what? that Future didn't even have to move on. Future has been fucking other bitches this whole time. And what, what is wrong with Russell Wilson walking around and having a bag full of koala gummies like in his backpack for the baby? Like, they get along well. <laughs> right, like, shit. At least the little would you got want somebody to, to talk to. Find a dumbass, crazy-ass, high-ass hood nigga like the rest of you right? who's gonna not give a fuck about the goddamn baby. You ought to be glad she found a good daddy that, for that your bitch child. would leave the baby at her goddamn daddy's house so that she could, like, fuck like it seems. <laughs> like, get along well. What's the problem? God like, damn. shit. But anyway. niggas ain't shit and just garbage, willingly. Sierra, I hope that you can remember that we want to see you dance, put out a great album doing that. <laughs> we, do. we would love and, that. And, you lot. know, so that I have that mm-hmm. in my corner so that I can be fully Team Sierra. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I'm on your side with this. Yeah, I'm situation. definitely on your side in this situation because so. how the fuck dare they? Like, you got matching dreads. You matching. You posed dreads. with the other baby mamas in a picture that everybody knew was just going to be you in they like eight like months. They looked like saber sunbeams <sighs> of baby mamas Girl. just together like sailor scouts or something. Right. And so the next time y'all say Sierra is disrespecting her son by having him around some a man who ain't his daddy, you think about how Future has disrespected his son. Because that nigga was, did not even bother to show up for the birth. Like, oh, I've been here before. <laughs> Whatever, girl. Throw it on the pile with the rest. I have like, to go on tour. Ugh, mess. Like he's a. Ugh. Oh my anyway, goodness. Move on. I'm moving on. Sorry. I think. I think the title of this episode might be able to be niggas ain't shit this week. Really. Mike Epps was on the Twitter. Oh no! Oh no! Speaking to a young, uh, a very uh, lovely young lady, very pretty girl. Yeah, she was really pretty. Um, <laughs> and I don't know why, what inspired him to inquire about her Instagram presence, but mm-hmm. I guess he asked her if yeah. she had an Instagram, and she said um, something like, Oh, uh, I know exactly likes. what she said, because it's my new life slogan. It was, no, I wasn't getting the likes I deserve, <laughs> which that- is classic. <laughs> That is something, madam, if you hear this, if you're anywhere out there, coin it. Yes. Coin it. You need to, like, trademark it. Whatever you can do to put that phrase on cups. Like, because that is gold. What? Music videos, Bitch. apps, do I'm not it. getting the likes I deserve. Hello? So I left. So he then said something about check your DM yeah. or something. Yeah. Like, on his the whole entire public ass timeline timeline for everyone instead of just sending a dm i guess because that would be too much like right um and that is when his wife sent uh the side eye emoji those two bitch what the fuck you doing eyes she did but she didn't see it till like two days later like she didn't even i don't i guess she doesn't check his twitter every day because i mean honestly it's mike epps why would you but he could have fucking conceived a a step baby for your ass (laughs) gross but yeah she did send the side eye emoji to i think the both of them well he definitely doesn't look like he made an advance in the situation at all like it doesn't even seem like she was interested so (laughs) right i think did she even dm him or like she I bet she didn't DM him back. Follow the entire situation up by clowning the whole entire fuck out of him. Oh, did she? 
on Twitter. Yeah. Sure did. All I saw was that iconic statement she made. Ugh, my guess um, is garbage, though. But did you see what he said today? Yes. Sorry to all my fans for all the drama on Twitter, but oh, I don't girl. run my account by myself, FYI. My nephew DM girls, and they find out it's not me. Here's the thing about this story. 75% of me... Fe- 85% of me feels like you lying. We're on the same page. But a good tiny piece of me feels like this sounds just nigga enough <laughs> yes, to be does. true. And Mike Epps it seems does. just nigga enough. Mike Epps is nigga enough right. for this to be true. And old so enough like, because he's an old nigga who don't really get Twitter. So you get your nephew to help you out on Twitter. And of course your dumbass nephew right, logs on and pretends right. to be you to get girls. Exactly. It sounds so believable. It, yes. But at the same time, this is what everybody fucking says. Oh, my cousin was using on my, my Twitter. Oh, I was hacked. Oh, such and such. Oh, my sister had my phone. It's all, that's everybody's first excuse when they get caught up in some dumb shit. <laughs> everybody's. Uh, I mean, he didn't say he was hacked. That could have been like, right. But, but the explanation is, is, it is believable. Like, I can completely I can see, that see it. And you're right. If he wasn't like, He's, an old he's ass right. Nigga. He's like it's like I he's don't know. a grown ass, married ass man. I think older than the average Twitter user. I'm pretty sure, and right. I just think he doesn't get it and asks his nephew to help. And but that's it's if a believable that's true. scenario. Right. Mm. And Mike Epps Damn. also has a show coming out on like ABC or something in a few weeks. So like oh, he's got well. like a sitcom coming out in the fall. So mm-hmm. I don't feel like he it would be very unfortunate if he was dumb enough to just be out here <laughs> creating scandals on his pro pro public ass profile. But it's sad that nobody really thinks that Mike Epps is too stupid to do this. Like nobody <laughs> saw this and was like, "Oh, clearly somebody else is using Mike Epps' account." Like nobody thought that. We all assumed he was like really flirting with this girl, like trying to get with her. But whatever. Crazier things have happened. It's just, I don't know, it's Mike Epps. Whatever, girl. Oh, God. Is there more? Is there? You the have... Real Housewives of Atlanta is taping. Oh, no. And, um... Oh, no. They've been discussing who... I can't. They've been discussing who is going to be um, coming and filling in some spots for the next season since, you know, um... Claudia Jordan is no longer there. Because who um, cared? Optimus Prime is gone. I'm not sure who that... Oh, that would be the brick known as Nene. And, um, yeah, so they've got slots to fill. There were a lots of discussions of who. They had this picture, so we know that Sheree is supposed to be coming back. Um, they showed photos of Marlo, who doesn't seem to have, like, an official peach. Um, but yeah, we talked about all of that. And that's that. because she sells ass, right? Does she? Isn't that what she does? Like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I know. Mean. I was under the impression that she manages girls. Oh, she's like a madam. Yeah. Oh, well, that's a different statement. What? How? It's still selling ass? Oh, well, yeah. Okay. I mean, how you well, think I mean, she got I, there? <laughs> I received it differently. Okay. As sales. I don't think she's still out there selling her own Booty ass. transactions. There you go. Is what, I yeah. mean, I don't know. You An know, authorized ass dealer. Maybe I should have just put it that way. But anyway. Hey, listen. I just boss. figured that. I I, I always <laughs> I'm Jackie Christie. Like, I'm a boss. I, I'm, I'm Doug Christie's wife. I do boss things. As my diamond falls onto the linoleum. <laughs> what? 
<laughs> if y'all have not seen Jackie, the real, you are too Real old Housewives of this. LA, real basketball, basketball wives. Basketball LA. wives LA. It is a very dumb show. It is. Um, but but if you want Christie. to um, watch, it's almost like. Jesus, she is a mess. It's almost troubling that she's allowed to just be right, out she, in the streets and on television and everyone's just like, oh yeah, you know, that's a wrap. No. See you tomorrow. Like, she's no, obviously needing some like real professional attention. needs to come yeah. and get her. Right, no. Somebody other than Doug. Somebody who can write prescriptions because Jackie Christie is standing in need. And it's sad. It's but hilarious. Crazy. The and way she talked like, to who was that girl that she sat there and talked to at that restaurant? So, Brandy. Brandy. Oh Brandy. my god. Oh my god. I'm sure half these people are like, "What the fuck show are y'all talking about?" The worst. And the but other half are living. She's a boss. She, I'm a boss. Her neck looks like the side of a Swiss roll. I could bring in my tax return, sweetie. That's not what my bank account say. I could bring in my bank statements. It's nothing. I don't even like to floss like that. Like a fish cake. Girl. You know the fish cakes that they put in rom. Anyway. All right. Mm. Um, anyway, what were we talking about? Atlanta. So one of the people that they're um, talking about adding or they are saying has been... Bring me back, Lord. Here, where the I saw it on Variety, so I think it's real. I think it is. Well, I think that... Okay, so Amaya Scott. If you don't know who Amaya Scott is, she's a very beautiful, transgendered lady Mm -hmm. who I don't think is from Atlanta, but resides in Atlanta. And uh, if you follow social media, especially the black side enough... (laughs) You've probably seen a photo of her because she's gorgeous and also is constantly trolled by niggas who like to make transphobic jokes. Right. Um, like constantly. Like People every never, day. Uh, it's a mess. Actually, it's like, but. it's almost like you would think that it would be old. Like, right. Like, how is this still a joke to y'all? Like, come on. You so. Just let people live. They're saying that Amaya um, did shoot like scenes with or a scene with Candy, and so now the story is that she's going to be on there. And of course, like initially, it was Amaya Scott is uh, replacing me, getting a peach, right? And I was like, okay, well, like let's all hold on. And I kind of, I almost feel bad because. I feel like if they were going to bring her in, they should have done it when Nene was still on. And the reason I say that is because I know now that they're going to, they were all, they're already going to give her a hard ass time because mm-hmm. they already do when she don't say nothing to nobody. Yeah. But The Real Housewives is a show about mess. I can't go on there and make fun of <laughs> the fact that fucking Sheree's house is built out of it's a Caduzzi sticks, but then I can't, then I can't, I can't say she, like I can't tell you that you can't make fun of Amaya. You know, like I can tell you that your joke is ignorant, but it's like I just know that it's gonna be mess. And then on top of that, it's like everybody is and the justification the whole, is gonna be well, we tear apart everybody on this show when like, but transphobic shit is crossing the line, and niggas don't care. And it's gonna be like, oh, everybody's trying to shove trans the trans community down our net, our th- 
our throats. Right. <laughs> how they're trying to shove this movement down our throats and all of this stuff. And I just feel like the timing about it is tacky. And I don't know that they're going to give her a hard time. And I'm not looking forward to it. And I'm actually more shocked that Regine is going to be on the goddamn show. Oh, like, my God. Really? How the fuck am I supposed to take the Like, I can't watch this fucking show and Regine is on it. So the living single checks have dried up? That can't be. Kim Fields. Kim Fields has been working since she was like shooting. eight, though. What about the facts of life? What? Tootie cannot be broke. <laughs> She's been directing shows. Like, I don't even know. I feel like Kim was, like, literally like, you know what? I want to get some more Kim visibility. Because oh. she's been working, but that's right. why I that's didn't believe no, she's it. She's been working forever. Even behind the scenes recently, she's been directing stuff. I think, like, House of Pain or something like, but she directed. We're just like, not used to people who have real talent like signing up for these shows. I was surprised that Candy wanted to do it. I was, and she's too. been on forever now. So, but I mean, I, I'm sure that Candy is making significant money, especially with her crazy ass family getting their own spinoff and. But that's what I'm saying. Specials and shit. Like saying Amaya Scott is replacing Nene Leaks when it's like Kim is going to be on this show and she's more accomplished than Nene was. By far. She's more accomplished now than Nene is now. Right. So, like, if anybody's, like, <laughs> do they have slot, like, or do they have assigned seats? Right. You know, how does this work? So, I and just... And just because you're joining the cast doesn't mean you're getting, like, a peach in your own storyline either. You can be recurring on the show and not be a major character. Look, I don't know what's happening for Amaya, but I wish her the absolute best because people are going to be and I'm actually as all the fucks. interested in seeing... So now I feel like I can't live tweet <laughs> Real Housewives because I'm just going to be so over the dumbass jokes. Yeah. But you know what? I've decided well, that I have okay. to unfollow a lot of people and do lots of filtering on Twitter anyway because you niggas are so... More on that later. All right. Um, <laughs> you warning them. <laughs> I'm just so tired. It's okay. I feel like one of these is supposed to be a read, but... If it's the Amy Poehler, then I got it. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. So then... Yeah, no, I'm tearing that bitch apart. Great. So then I can delete this one. Okay. And... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I don't know if I want this to be a read, though. Hmm. You want to just stop there? I think that's plenty. No, I mean, my yeah, God, let's stop. I mean, we can. It'll be a read. All no, right. Because I, I don't have, like, a read. I don't know what I'm going to do. Listen. <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> so we're done. And that was this week in um, nonsense. All right. <laughs> we'll be back. Hey, guys. This episode is brought to you by Nature Box, one of my favorite sources of snacks. Ooh, sources of snacks. I like the way that that sounds. NatureBox, you don't know them. You need to know them so that you can love them because they have some of the tastiest, snackiest snacks of life. And if you go to naturebox.com slash the read, you'll have one. Yes. On the house. Isn't that dope? Your very first box of snacks could come to your home or office, wherever you'd like. You can choose a dope flavor like the Sriracha Roasted Cashews, which we both love, or the Harvest Nut Mix. There's so many different options. They've got different sizes available, so you can pick the one that's right for you or your family, and you can be surprised every month or pick out the snacks you want. So again, go to naturebox.com slash the read. The very first box is on them. Let them know Kiffy and Crystal sent you. You are gonna love it we love nature box now let's get back to the show so listener letters yes it's time for those send your questions to ask the read 
at gmail.com. And there's just, there's a lot um, in the inbox today. And let's start with the, this one is called Uncle Tom Boyfriend. That was the subject line. All so, right. Yes, this comes from Dorothy. Um, and she says, this is a fake name. And I am a black woman. I've been in a relationship for almost three years with my boyfriend, who is from the Caribbean. All right. With the recent murders of black people by police, the Charleston, South Carolina church murders, and the so-called suicide of Sandra Bland, many conversations have been ignited in our home. Most recently, a heated argument where he basically said that these recent murders are not really his problem, and he feels like all black people have to do is listen to the cops and don't present themselves as thugs, and then they won't have anything to worry about. He doesn't see the police killings as a problem because, quote, black people kill each other all the time. I was disgusted, and with the, with this discovery that my man is not conscious and is totally fine with having an ignorant mindset, I find myself less attracted to him mentally. I tried to educate him, but it seems like nothing is getting through, and I wonder if I can have a future with him. My question is, am I overreacting? Is considering a breakup the wrong move? Any advice on how to handle this would be greatly appreciated. Girl. Why on earth would you stay with him? There's not, let me stop. I was going to say there's not a lot I'll tell you to just break up with somebody with over instantly, but honestly. That wouldn't be a fact. I tell people to break up all the time. When I'm highly annoyed, I'm like, well, girl, just leave him. So, but this goes. If he brings me the wrong color bag of Doritos, (laughs) I'll probably leave his ass. Bitch, not the purple bag. What is this? Because honestly, like, why why would you Why are you playing with my time? But anyway, like. A white man who doesn't is like completely dismissive of the entire idea that like black people should matter and should not be gunned down in the street for no fucking reason. Like the fact that he is not on board with that is all the reason you need to leave, girl. I don't even know why you still after that conversation. I don't know how it didn't end in. OK, so we're broken up now. Right. Like and this I'm is leaving. like, um, girl, I'm... I don't get it writing in so that you can tell me to break up with him i guess because i don't know did you really did you need is that like a push you needed how were you going back and forth in your head about (laughs) whether to leave him girl like if you have children with this mixed man knowing that he or with this white man you're gonna have these biracial kids knowing that he feels this way about police brutality how are you gonna feel about raising a a black son or daughter in america with a parent uh, with that mentality girl like you are you are welcome to your opinion outside my house come on ain't that it you are certainly you know allowed to have your own feelings sentiment whatever about these topics and you can feel those motherfucking ways in your (laughs) goddamn gasser when you beat the street bitch because you won't be staying here like you just won't we won't be together we have nothing else to talk about i can't have anybody in my personal space who doesn't agree with me as far as police brutality is concerned i can't yeah. even entertain that in like i feel like life is stressful enough i don't need somebody that i talk to on a regular basis being that goddamn stupid there are certain things that you can disagree on in relationships yeah. and i guess you kind of decide what things you can like live with and what things you can't like maybe you know, I like waffles and you like pancakes and I just don't understand or whatever. Like, right. or you feel like grits are just the greatest thing ever and I hate them. And it's just like, oh my God, how can you not feel that Or way? if I eat grits the real way and you put sugar in yours, like stuff that like that. Can sense. you, 
Can you live with that? Can you live Why with somebody Why don't you just who, eat oatmeal? Like, girl, do you want some malto meal? What are you putting sugar in this for? Grits is for savory. That is just a rule. <laughs> it is. You can put bacon. You can put shrimp. I don't shrimp, like grits anyway, You can put so. cheese, butter, salt, pep, all in grits. Sugar is not for grits. How did period. We get to grits? I don't know. Anyway, what? The but question? anyway, yeah. Because it's because girl does leave his ass. What? I couldn't <laughs> even believe. The only reason I I selected this honestly because I felt like the answer was obvious. But <laughs> on the off chance that you sincerely meant this, and there's really a black girl out there like dealing with this, I want you to know that like this is. This is like low key abusive. Like, why would you even leave yourself in a situation with a white man who feels that way about your yeah, life? Yeah, there's just certain girl, things that I, if you girl, don't girl. feel the same way as me, then it's clear that we just can't mm-mm, mm-mm. at all. And you choose again. You choose what you can live with and what you can't. I don't. I can't really, live with sugar. I grits. could never do. Hello. I can't and if live you with don't, grits. if you don't like Martin, get out of my house. Right. If you that remember that Kendrick Lamar interview and some girl he was making yeah. Martin references the girl she was like what's Martin and he got up and walked up. out <laughs> and I would have done the same exact thing how dare you he was like I don't even want to talk to you about music no more because you don't know what Martin is like I don't want to speak to you I don't are want you out of your present. fucking mind that's the blackest shit oh but anyway girl yes leave him yesterday <sighs> yeah absolutely alright our next letter is actually like an update slash letter Mm-hmm. Um, and it says, it's from Anonymous, and it says, I wrote a letter some time ago detailing whether or not to out my gay 40-year-old brother who is dependent on our parents due to his careless and extremely sluttish ways um, that were found on the internet because he doesn't cover his tracks well. Do you remember I remember. That? Oh, I do too. Yeah. Now my worst fears have more than likely been realized. My older sister was in her home, and while he stayed over one night, she needed to retrieve something in the room that he sleeps in. Lo and behold, she finds medication called Norvir, which we looked up and discovered was for HIV. My brother was hiding the fact that he was gay for years, and now it seems that he's hiding that he is HIV positive. Since I told no one in my immediate family that he's gay from your advice, which I felt was a little shady, but maybe not, do I still keep my mouth shut about his status? I haven't spoken to him yet about my sister's findings, and I'm stuck at what I should do. So, hmm... This is interesting, I think, because I still stand by the advice to not out your brother. Yeah, I don't feel any different. Yeah, so I don't. I'm not sure if you meant that in a shady way. You probably didn't. Maybe it was just to jog our memory. But it was a dig. But it's all right. (laughs) It's okay because I stand by. I'm. I'm most likely always going to be on the side of don't out a gay person. There's very few exceptions. Right. It's just like rarely, if ever, necessary. Right. It's just not your. This is a whole different game ballpark everything like this is something completely different if you feel or if you know that he is sleeping with people and has you know and if you believe that he has hiv or any kind of sexually transmitted disease and he's out here sleeping with people willy-nilly that is a conversation to be had with him right you know what i'm saying because that is a completely different statement. Like, if mm-hmm. he was just gay and he was out here, you know, doing him, protecting himself and what have you, I don't feel like it's your business to go and say, oh, such and such is gay. Yeah. You know, but 
this, this is, is different. Yeah, this is this is something other than, you know, being gay or, you know, acting like a hoe on the Internet or going out and doing whatever you want or whatever. Like, this is a totally different situation. And since you and your sister are both aware of this information, I think the two of you should go to him privately right. in like a really non-confrontational manner. Because if right. he's hiding from it, it's because he doesn't feel like he can share that with you. So... To, for him to know now that y'all know something that he's been trying to hide from you, you're going to have to be, like, really careful about it. But I think it's really important for him to know that his family, like, loves him and supports him and wants the best for him. So, ordinarily, I would tell you to mind your business, but on something like this, I think you and your sister, it would be, like, a really good idea for y'all to come together and, and talk to your brother about this. Because I'm sure it's something that, you know, he would... Like, I feel like if that happened to me, I would definitely want the support of my family. Like, I would want right. to be able to feel like That's I could tell them. That's not even something that you would, I can't even imagine that you would want to hide. Or, like, how to, like you're saying, that's something that I, you would want to have your loved ones there for you and being supportive of them. Yeah. But also, like making sure that you're obviously you know by having this having medicine that's a step in the right direction yeah you know what i'm saying um but having conversation about what it is and like what his practices may be and are we you know like listen you are you who you are and mm-hmm. we good and we love you and yeah that's it and you know, after the beep, this message will self-destruct, and then you go about your business. <laughs> right, but no, do it. not out his status to anybody else in your family either to answer the other part of that question. Absolutely not. Just like you didn't That's out his right, sexuality. Exactly. Do not go around telling other members of the family that he has this before you and your sister talk to him. That is something he should be able to disclose. That is his business. I know that's your brother, and you care very deeply. Isn't that even like... I'm pr- it Isn't may be illegal. I, mean, I think it may be in some states. It is. I don't know. I don't think that's a federal thing. It needs to be in all of them. But no, <laughs> do not go around telling everybody else this, especially before you talk to him. Like that is just please talk don't do to that. him. Say we love you. We care. We want to know what's up. We've got your back. We love you forever. Right. Hugs, ice cream. Ooh, Talenti has a hazelnut chocolate chip. <laughs> there you go. Bitch. No, bitch. The caramel apple con- pie. Okay, I already know, bitch. You know, and let me tell you something. You I was know. up on game before because you were, girl. And I tried to tell you, girls, but you weren't I listening. Ate the whole- pint in the like 45 minutes pint. how the fuck it is so good i can't that goddamn ice cream i have to keep walking i can't keep they that have in my a house. hazelnut chocolate chip bitch, oh, bitch with the nuts okay in All right. the cream okay. i think they have a pralines and cream don't they if they don't they need one they have a whole bunch of shit oh my god fucking talenti i can't with them niggas but anyway um, so good luck to you and your brother and sister. Uh, let us know how it goes, hopefully positively. And our last letter is really little... what? Keep going. Oh God. Okay. You know, I just enjoy words. Okay. Oh, I did not mean it like that. Oh, obviously. Fuck. Okay. See, I would not have even noticed that had you not said Jesus. it. Really. So timing. anyway, though, timing. Dear Crystal and Kid Fury, my name is Virginia. I'm 29 and I'm going through some shit. About three months ago, I discovered that my husband of three years, they've been together for eight years, and my best friend of 25 years have been fucking behind my back for the last year. Okay, let's just, let's take a break. Let's just, this is where I have to, like, if this was CrossFit or any other, like, (laughs) 
this is where I would be like, <laughs> sir, ma'am. Okay. I have to just give me a moment to just because God, like we just dealt with like these tragic yeah, stories. We did. Yeah. Let's Here's, take a moment. Fuck. You know, remember people, you can't ask us like what like the best Kool-Aid mixtures and like all kinds of just like fun things too. Fuck <laughs> God damn. Shit. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I think there's a question here about so the they're video ruining games, her life. Oh, find it. Oh, please. Really? Let's do yes. <laughs> but no, we ought to, we don't already started this. <laughs> and then like, the last one. Should be so sad. <laughs> last week they were mad because I didn't. We didn't do the interracial one. Like y'all love <laughs> this mess. God damn. All right. So. <laughs> so they're ruining her life. So her husband and her best friend have been fucking behind her back for the last year. Good God. Woo! Upon discovery, I wasted no time kicking that nigga to the curb and all his shit. And I let that dirtbag bitch out of my life and I felt so much better since. I know, that's right. Um, I quit editing these, editors a while, these letters a while back in case y'all couldn't tell. <laughs> Despite their efforts to contact me and ask me to hear them out, I've maintained face and I haven't been tripping. However, I discovered... Talk about oh, what? Fuck you! I'm not going to do this with you. I discovered a week after I dropped their asses that I'm pregnant. And the only person I've had sex with in the last eight years is my dirtbag ass ex. Um, You were this close. It was about to be a success story, like 100%. Damn it. Before I found out about how much of a fuckboy he is, we were planning to have our first child. But now that I know exactly how much of an ain't shit nigga he is, I exactly do not want that around my baby. Although I know how it feels to be a child without a father in their life. So I am conflicted on whether I have the authority to say that he can't be in the baby's life. On top of all this bullshit, I heard from a mutual friend that my ex-best friend may be expecting as well. And there's a high possibility that my ex may also be the father of her child. Are you fucking I'm fully aware and comfortable right in the now. fact that that child um, is none of my goddamn business. <laughs> oh, wait, no. I got messed up. I'm fully aware and comfortable in the fact that that is none of my goddamn business, whether she is or isn't. But if she is, that child will not be around my baby if I choose to allow the ex to be in the baby's life. Wait, but wouldn't they be siblings? This isn't over. I plan on having this child and being the best mother possible, and I'm financially in a good place to take care of a baby. I'm not concerned with getting child support from him either. He can keep the measly pennies. My mother thinks... (laughs) I mean... Listen, if your man's broke, he just is. My mother thinks I should be exploiting him for child support as revenge while I raise the baby alone. (laughs) Your mama's real. But that sounds like some Cruella DeVille movie shit, and I'm not trying to complicate my life any more than it is. If I make the decision to keep him in the baby's life, it can go one of two ways. And if I choose to keep him out, it may have negative long-term effects on the baby. Please help. Woo! Bitch. Girl. Virginia. This blows. So here's and see, the thing, this sis. is why, and you motherfuckers be asking us. I started that; that was way more aggressive than it was <laughs> than I intended for it to be. Really harsh. That was harsh. Um, 
But see, that y'all ask us like, <laughs> y'all be so quick to tell us to, to dump somebody, or y'all be so and this fast is to tell us to tell somebody to get. You have to just what I'm look out for the signs, okay? <laughs> look out the, for those flags. They're bright red, and you have to stop there. That's what that's for. And then get the fuck out while you can. Woo! You understand? What I'm saying, I'm sure your baby is going to be great and yeah. is destined for fantastic things, and I'm sure that you'll be an awesome mom. But it's just like it, bl- <laughs> like you were so close. Like, you could have, you were this in a year. Like, they were doing this bullshit for a year. And so you could have been, ugh. Anyway. I feel like you need a little bit of a reality check here, though. Because you said some things in this letter that maybe you think you can do that you actually cannot do. You're mad. You are very mad. And you have the right to be. Rightfully so. But you can't. um, But I want to bring you down to earth now. Right. (laughs) You can't. You can't allow your anger to govern the way that you parent the, your child. And you have to, like, Woo. keep a lot of... And I know that must be hard. It has, it has to be. To because you be. are looking at the person you created with the nigga that you hate the most in the world. And so it's like the person you love the most who came from the nigga that you could just... If you could strangle him to death, you would. At least Sierra's baby looked like her to me. Yeah, he he kind of do a little bit. I mean, but his name is Future. So and that was I just I can't choice. it just but anyway it must be hard to like deal with those conflicting emotions girl but you can't that can't be what you like think you're going to base your decisions off of because you can't just say oh well he's not in the life in the life of the baby because although he sounds like a garbage ass nigga who is not going to really try to take care of his kid I he mean, could very well right I mean right but he could very well establish parental rights and go through the court system and all that and force you to share that baby with him and that's something that ain't shit niggas like to do when they see that you doing good with your life all of a sudden they want to come back and hold you down by using the baby against you. That is a common motherfucking tactic, girl. They do that shit all All the time. You move on because he's garbage and you go on about your life and you finish school and you move into a new apartment and you doing good and all of us... Even ladies who barely have two nickels to scratch together and out here taking care of their kid because you you happy again. you didn't even want... But you just moved on. Right. Oh my God. You moved on and you feel good and as soon as he see you feeling good without him he want to bring your ass down and he know all he got to do is use the baby to do that girl girl i'm not saying i'm not telling you what you should or should not do i'm just letting you know the real right now you're not gonna be able necessarily i mean and this is if he has morals which again i doubt but you can't just necessarily be like oh the baby ain't gonna be in his life like her best friend he's garbage 365 (laughs) approximate days like for i mean they say a year when did it really start like i don't know if you know all that and really you probably not in the frame of mind you're gonna have to like take some kickboxing (laughs) and you know find other stress (laughs) after the baby is born okay as of right now uh I, don't know. I personally, I like to watch lots of funny shows and movies. Like, I like to laugh a lot. I would tell you to go out and have a drink with your friends, also pregnant, so that mm-hmm. doesn't, you know. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I find that when I sip apple cider and, like, close my mind and imagine, it's champagne. Yeah. 
Um, but there are, you know, like fine stress relievers. When the baby is born, you're going to have to take up some kickboxing or whatever and just keep, find ways to channel your anger in another way and let that nigga know, like, you ain't shit. You ain't never going to be shit, especially not to me. You are the scum on the bottom of my goddamn Nikes, bitch. You are absolutely nothing to me except my child's daddy and if you are ready ready and willing to be my child's daddy i will reluctantly allow you to do that but bitch <laughs> do let me know what reluctantly what, means. probably not but that is why they have google all you have to do is put in definition or define and it'll be smacked in. sometimes do you don't even have to do that sometimes do you can that. just put the word in and google will be like if you wanted to know what it means it's right here yeah but again they don't know it because they don't want to know anything anyway. about google but what girl, I'm trying to say to you is you girl. have to keep in my, I, I'm ready for the sake of my baby who ain't do nothing to nobody. So I'm ready to co-parent with your motherfucking ass. But I want you to remember, never forget for the rest of these days, you ain't shit to me. Yes. And you ain't never going to be shit to me, bitch. So don't say nothing to me. Don't speak to me. You over there mm-hmm. with my future babies, future sibling, fuck you too, bitch. You ain't shit to me. And in fact, I ain't got to speak to your ass ever. Not like, ever. Not you ain't never got to talk to her. Ever again. Our baby is getting B-siblings, and I still don't have to speak to you, bitch. Nope. So don't even breathe in my fucking direction, bitch. Don't invite <laughs> me to the goddamn birthday parties, bitch, because I will send him or her there. Don't say nothing to me. Fuck both of you motherfuckers really forever. It. And don't say shit to me if it ain't got nothing to do with the well-being of my goddamn child. Deuces. Amen. That's it. That's it. That's it, 100%. So that wraps Eat. up... A shining platter of dicks. I cannot put it forever in that. and always. <laughs> like they did you so wrong, girl. and that's almost better. Oh, they than, did you wrong. That's almost better than being petty about it because that is what a normal person probably would do because that is the easy thing. It's hard to take the high road. It was probably better. It probably would sting even more to be like, fuck you, you are the worst person in the world to me. But I'm still going to be mature enough to be here for my fucking child because that's what it's all about. Both y'all could eat shit on Tuesday for all I care through Tuesday. Do you understand? The best thing really is to just be like, I actually don't need you so don't contact me at all unless it has something to do with my baby okay bye like back to back dicks that's, Eat that's it right just be like all right well fuck you then and, and cut that nigga off on cack <laughs> but be ready always stay ready because he is the father of that child and if ever he decides to be a fuck nigga and use that against you he <laughs> will do it so stay aware fuck niggas are gonna be fuck niggas in any situation where they don't feel like they have power over you so in any situation where you're not quote-unquote losing a fuck nigga is going to display fuck niggatry so you literally like have to just brace yourself for the fact that that nigga is going to be petty like whether you mad and you show that you're mad yeah or you're mad and you show like you know what fuck that shit i don't give a fuck he's gonna be petty because right. it, like he's just anxious. and i know you but don't want him do? to be in the baby's life but i would still put him on child support because chances are fuck nigga if he a fuck nigga he ain't gonna come see the baby any damn way he gonna have that child support drafted out of his check and he still ain't gonna come through so i don't care if my i don't care if i can buy my baby a fucking maserati <laughs> at birth you're right that bitch could be at the hospital with a jag outside, you're right. still right. going to provide your end of things, girl. That's it. Because you are obligated to as a parent. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck 
what I've got. Okay. So we're taking care of this child because this is our child. It is our baby. And I'm willing to guess y'all are not in two wildly different socioeconomic statuses. Like it doesn't seem like it's one of these complicated situations. Yeah, he but needs even to take were, care of his baby. Right. Period. Regardless of the bullshit that Speaking he did. Of, and if he doesn't want to be there, because you can't force a nigga to be there for his child. So if he doesn't want to be there, you can do your absolute best and not have to worry about his bullshit. Speaking of um, niggas not taking care of their kids, Glory Johnson is having twin girls. And so... Wow, if I could, like, hit you, though. Are you guys, like, juicy so, juices, anything? All, like, what are you going to... Hawaiian punch? Like, the babies deserve Hawaiian my punch. My official statement is that my relationship with Brittany Griner is not subject to um, further comment. Until we have determined whether she will be legally responsible for the children who currently reside inside Glory Johnson. Because what I will not do is place that mama to a straight girl's children. I resolved that a long time ago. It's complicated. I don't really want to get into it, but I'm not doing that. Them bitches is crazy. Okay. And I just won't. And I just no. So we'll see. I think we're about done here. All right. So ask three to gmail.com and we'll be back. Hey, now this episode is being brought to you by Tristan Walker and the great people over at Bevel. That is the first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. All you bays with beards. <laughs> this razor is clinically proven to reduce and prevent tailor bumps, which four out of five men report have happened with less irritation and discoloration and all of those other horrible things. It uses a single blade that cuts right above the skin and it's awesome. And every time that I use it, I feel like I own like like a, a rosé. I feel like a mm-hmm. music mogul or someone with a yacht. Yes, like Kip Fury said, it is the first and only shaving system for men with coarse curly hair and sensitive skin. And it was created by Tristan Walker, who saw a void in the health and beauty market. And his goal is to make health and beauty simple for people of color. And definitely Bevel does that. My brother loves the razor. He tells me all the time how much he loves it. You can start shaving smarter today at GetBevel.com and get 20% off your first month's membership by entering promo code THEREAD at checkout. That's G-E-T-B-E-V-E-L.com and use code THEREAD for 20% off your first month. Get started on that sexier, smarter shave with Bevel in the Reed. And now let's finish the show. So it's time for the read. It sure is. So I'm like, I shouldn't say this, but I'm like 60% here. It's okay. And dwindling. All right. Well, you know. So let me just cover some things. Yeah, is this like a is this like a live furious thoughts? Mm, it actually can be, but I don't feel like I need to just do all of this today. <laughs> okay. I can save some of these. Things. Oh, I mean, because I'm cussing somebody out. I know. Okay. And I actually had that one too, so it's great that you are covering it. First, I just want to start by saying, um, Madam, however you say, Tusid, Tuso, Tuso. Whatever her name is. Um, there's been a lot of discussion about this Nicki Minaj figure that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, that they created to look like the Anaconda video where she's up on top of this like like Sophia's purse from Golden <laughs> Girls or whatever the fuck that is. 
And she's bent over in like these tiny, tiny shorts and her big ass is up in the air and it doesn't even look like her. It looks like if the Kardashians had like a cousin that was um, like a witch from a Tim Burton movie or something. <laughs> that girl that Drea brought <laughs> Yeah, Drea's friend. It looks like Drea's friend from Basketball Wives. Um, Jesus. And so the first time I saw it, it was another one of those things that just kind of makes you go, huh, this is going to be a thing, but I paid it no mind. Because <laughs> I do that a lot. Like, because yeah. the first thing that popped into my head when I saw it is, why would they do this? Like, I know that they have made lots of figures that were supposed to be like recreations of music videos or moments in that particular celebrity's history. But usually they're standing up. I've, I, you know, I, I just found it kind of odd and typical that they would use, even from that video, there were so many different things that they could have done, but they chose to have her bent over with her huge ass up in the air, um, which I thought was just fucking stupid. But outside of that, I really want to know what the fuck is wrong with you niggas who feel the need to go to the wax museum and climb up on the display and take all of these crude disgusting ass photos with this figure and then tag Nicki Minaj in it like oh hey girl we out here representing with you oh my god so excited for you how the fuck would you feel if somebody was mounting you're fucking wet or like licking your ass crack or something. First, I didn't even know you were allowed to touch them. You're not. They sneak up and do that whenever, I guess, the attendant leaves the room, which you would think, why isn't there just an attendant always there? But no, they're definitely not allowed to touch them. They're sneaking and doing that. And that's why Madame Tussauds put out that statement. So get a life, <laughs> job, hope, aspiration parent whatever and figure out what it is that is inspiring you to do the dumb shit that you are doing but again the conversation that a certain rapper that you don't like had or tried to have on twitter i feel like it is very factual it's very true it is you know like it doesn't make any sense to me why you would use that particular video and pose for this dumbass fit like and then on top of that for it to fucking look like the joker is ridiculous like i don't understand that shit at all and really instead of complaining about um needing more security because people are fucking crazy because you know fucking people are crazy like no one's just going to the fucking wax museum and seeing a figure of somebody they like or recognize and like that is just so pretty oh my gosh it's like you know people are gonna go in there and act a fucking fool there's no surprise it's not a fucking shocker so why would you even make that shit in the first place what you need to do is take that shit out get rid of it, burn it, turn that shit into some soy candles or whatever, and make a different one. Like, make one that is more respecting and says, this is a rapping female artist. Not, this is a girl with a big ass, and here's, like, one of her music videos where she's on all fours. That's fucking ridiculous. Outside of that, I also wanted to discuss niggas on Twitter who, um... Oh, my God. I feel like, you know... 
when you start to attack the activists. Now, let me just say this. Oh, Lord. Because there are a lot of people today on Twitter who were discussing whether or not Sean King is actually um, black or mixed or whatever. And... Somehow there is this scandal of lies and how he's he's not as he's not really black, he's white and or, or he's not as black as he's supposed to be. <laughs> I don't know, whatever. <laughs> and um I was like I was made familiar with Sean King around I think Mike Brown or maybe Trayvon or one of the uh protests, mm-hmm. like the earlier ones. And I did remember um clicking on his profile picture and being like because mm, I wasn't 100 percent sure. And when I looked at it, I was like, he like he could be mixed. He could look like a little something up in there, but either way, he's doing something nice. And I didn't ever see a tweet from him claiming to be black. I don't follow him. So I don't you know, it was just kind of like to me, he was just someone who was tweeting these things as they were happening and like fighting against police brutality and black lives and that kind of thing. So I was like, all right. It went like Rachel Dolezal, who looked like a fresh-ass white woman with a tan and African box braids. So, you know, but that's, I'm just talking about, you know, how I feel personally. I understand, you know, the confusion or, confusion or whatever. But even a few days before, I saw people on Twitter going at DeRay and saying things like, He's privileged and he doesn't know the black struggle, which I didn't know to be true. And then um, somebody said something about he has like he's like a doctor who has the cure to to the the issues, but won't share it because they make more money. Basically saying that DeRay knows that the protesting and the Black Lives Matter movement is lucrative and doesn't really want to do anything to make a change, but would rather be famous because he can, I guess, have like a novel. And so for me, it's getting so to like, I understand when white people do these things because, you know, they have been trying to, create this haze over all of the issues forever mm-hmm. like you know what i'm saying some people some white people do it subconsciously some white people do it and don't even know they're doing it like when they say the only way to end racism is to stop talking about it like i feel like they really believe that and you don't understand that, that doesn't make sense and it's actually racist mm-hmm. but that's a different conversation i'm more concerned about black people who are doing and saying these things because to me, it's like, this is like, these are real distractions. Not me, because best believe I'm tweeting the fuck out of that love and hip hop reunion. So don't come to me talking about no distractions Woo. when I'm making fun of Jocelyn's weave or Kalina's tears or Rashida's, you know, dead career or, you know, Stevie J's part. Don't come to me about distractions, bitch. Don't say it. Because, girl, if you are on here fussing with DeRay about how much protest or whatever. Now, again, please understand that I am not 1,000% invested in these people. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Apparently, the nigga from Subway is a creep. A disgusting creep. Who would have known? I thought he just liked sandwiches. You know, so I don't know these people. Sean King could very well just be a real ass, a whole entire white man for all I know. But I also don't 
rely on these people to get the job done. I understand that they are people who are doing their part and they can only do their part. And we as black people especially can only do so much. And I honestly feel like that. I'm starting to feel like that might be the problem that I'm. Part of the problem of what I'm discussing right now is I kind of feel like the black community, we kind of feel like we have done what we can. You know, like we're still fighting and we're obviously we still have a lot of work to do. But I mean that in the sense of we've cried, died, we've rallied peacefully, not peacefully. We've talked to politicians. We've been president. We've done all of these goddamn things and still here we are. So it's almost like, are you now, are you just tired of the fight? Are you, because I feel like part of it is like, oh, this person is garnering a lot of attention and is like on the news and people are celebrating this person because of the work they're doing and I want people to celebrate me. I want to feel validated too and I want to feel important and I want to have a whole bunch of followers and I want to have this so let me shit on that person. I know a large chunk of it is that bitch (laughs) and you don't have to live in your truth today or tomorrow or next week if you don't want to bitch but I see you. Okay? We see each other. All right. A part of it is that but another part I feel like maybe it is just the, the community is tired and there are just Letting the distractions eat them up because Sean King's race aside, again, like I said, when I look at him, he looks mixed to me. I have family members that look like Sean King. Like I have family members that look super, you know what I'm saying? I have a cousin who is so light, we call her powder. Please. And I don't know why y'all do. Like, every time you say that, I'm like... She knows the sound of love. I know, but I get it too. But like, (laughs) that's what I'm saying. And it's even... Like, I wouldn't compare him to Rachel, but in the, like, broad situation of what's going on, it's, like, just annoying as fuck that now we have to sit here and discuss colorism and, like, mixed people and melanin and what makes, what's black enough or what's not black enough and fair-skinned black people and, oh, well, you know, I have a cousin that looks like, and, like, we have to talk about all of that shit and meanwhile, cops are still killing black people and it's like i get it when the oppressors are the ones who are like here get fetch it's like you know like they always got excuses in the form you know what i'm saying that they'll toss over there oh look over there look look uh uh, bananas whatever like like they've always got that but it's just kind of disheartening to see us continuously falling for the okie doke and I understand that we are all outraged and we are all trying to take these steps forward. But I feel like when you are finished getting all of the activists that we have out here out the paint, what you going to do? Are you going to take their spot? Girl, are you going to do the work? Are you going to find somebody? Are you going to call Saints. Bravo or somebody to fill their spots? Because somebody's got to do this. Whether like I don't know if you are relying on them to do the work for you because you don't want to fight. Like... Fran said on um, the Friends on podcast, which we'll talk about in a second, like everybody has their role and everybody has their lane. You know what I'm saying? And we're all out here doing our part. Some people's part is to be on the front line and fight. Some people's their part is to try and make you laugh. Some people's fault. Some people's lane or their part is to provide you with health tips or to do whatever to like because we still have to be mentally healthy and we still have to laugh and we still have to spiritually be at peace in order for us to move forward. So I'm kind of like I don't want to say, oh, 
how could you guys pick on whatever? Because I understand that we're in a, a state where we're all kind of running around and just trying to figure out what's happening and we all tired and confused or whatever. But it says a lot when we start to pick apart the people who are really out here, seemingly at least trying to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that they can't be shitty individuals because like I said, I don't know them all like that. <laughs> right. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm not out here saying, yeah, this is, you know, Sean King and Netta and DeRay. They're the destiny's child of black power. <laughs> and, you know, they gon- they're going to fix the world for us. They're a part they're of... They are human ass beings that are already experiencing tons of unnecessary hate and death threats from people that just don't like the fact that they're ballsy enough to say that shit is fucked up. And so it's unfair to also have to come and spread all of this other bullshit on top of that when it's not even necessary. And meanwhile, they still killing us like is this really something even worth arguing over or fighting about like at best if you don't like the way that they are um supporting the movement if you don't like the way you know they're doing their thing or whatever then that's fair you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but then girl leave them alone let them do them and you do your part then right because it would behoove all of us to remember that the movement belongs to everybody. It's not just the people who are on the front lines, God bless their hearts, the people dealing with it day in and day out. And it's not just the people in the public eye who are like the ones that we see out there talking to people and trying to get change and progress and policy and all that. It's not just them. It's all of us. We're all responsible in one way or another. And too many of y'all are sitting the fuck at home when you get off work, going on Twitter until it's time to go to bed and criticizing the fuck out of people people when all you are is a spectator in life and you ain't participating in a goddamn so how thing. dare you how, so dare how do you, you even, even fix your like... fingers to type to somebody knowing you ain't doing shit for the cause knowing you not how dare you how dare you criticize anybody knowing you ain't doing a goddamn thing so anyway. that's all i'm saying you know what i'm saying i people we have so much work to do and these things here are the real distractions it's not live tweeting reality shows it's not talking about you know the latest drama with chris brown or tyga or whoever like those things we would have been laughing at regardless but when the point is right here on the table in front of your face and you are refusing to acknowledge that motherfucker that's when you're being distracted because i can get back to that motherfucker right at 11 p.m when this reunion (laughs) goes off so what and i don't have to do it on twitter Mm -hmm. to get back to it i feel like a lot of you keep relying on social media feeling like that is like proof that you give a fuck and it isn't because a lot of you girls are to what you're tweeting and typing and snapping and Instagramming and all of this stuff. And you couldn't give a fuck if you tried. So what are you even talking about? Mm. I don't know who you're trying to prove well, something to. But <clears throat> I'm done. Okay. So that was, I enjoyed that quite a bit. Um, My read this week goes out to Amy Poehler, which is a little sad, honestly. I kind of don't want to do this. because It's heartbreaking. You know, I thought Amy was one of the white girls I could trust. And there's only a few... And, you know, it just it's kind of like that heartbreaking moment in your life when you realize, damn, another white woman that I thought was cool and like gets it and she just doesn't. So it's just sad for me. Um, But Amy is producing a new show on Hulu called Difficult People. And so the premise is that these are two assholes. And so that, 
you know, is what they live in think. New York and they're assholes. Right. That's so, I mean, it's about. yeah, it's about how awful of people they can be in the promo that I saw in the subway. They're taking selfies at a funeral like they're assholes. OK. And, and it's called being, difficult people. Right. And it's that's being used as part of the justification for this line, because in the very first episode, the star of the show says, I can't wait for Blue Ivy to be old enough so R. Kelly can piss on her. This is in the first episode of this show. And did you watch it? I did. I watched enough to see that. Mm-hmm. And so the Amy Poehler stands, you know, white girls who spend a lot of time at, like, tanning beds are online <laughs> right now talking about how Amy is, like, a champion of girl empowerment. And she has a whole website about making girls feel good and making them feel like they can she do anything. Like a and Yeah, it's called Smart Girls. Like... This is Amy Poehler's brand. Get there. Talking about how Amy is just making a point about how gross R. Kelly is and y'all don't really get it. Insinuating, you know, like we're just too dumb and we don't understand the deeper meaning here. You know what she was really trying to say. And Amy didn't write the joke anyway. So why are you bitches even mad? And so y'all just need to leave Amy alone because she's great and Parks and Rec. And okay, so listen, I love Parks and Rec like everybody else. But when a bitch is dead ass motherfucking wrong then the bitch is just wrong it ain't no two ways about it and this ain't no minor fuck up because and this is something i don't know why i have to keep saying this to white people when i did that panel and i had to cuss that white man out and remind him that as a black woman i'm allowed to view my life and that includes comedy through the lens of being a black american woman and that means if i say something is not funny then it just fucking isn't you're not going to change my mind about that because you're not me you can think it's funny if you want to that's how opinions work they're not facts if i say it's not funny it's fucking not don't argue with my ass about it especially when the joke is about pissing on a fucking baby like you bitches you bitches who call yourselves feminists are going out on a limb behind a bitch who co-signed a joke about pissing on a fucking toddler are you goddamn serious do you care that little about black people i only have three short points to make and we're gonna go ahead and get out of here the first is that you can stop saying that Amy didn't write the joke, so it doesn't even matter. Because in every interview about this fucking show, Julie Klausner, I guess that's how you say her name, she's the star of it, and she's talking about how Amy is so hands-on, yep. and she gave notes on every script and the yep. fucking outlines of the scripts and, like, approved it all, and she could not have been more hands-on, so shut the fuck up. She saw that maybe she didn't write the Blue Ivy joke. I highly doubt it, but she saw it, and she approved it, and period. And I was hoping that that wasn't the case at first because a lot of times what happens is they'll like these people who are the executive producer is they'll put their name on it because it'll help promote the show because the guy who's the male lead was on Parks and like had a recurring role on Parks and Rec right so I figured oh well maybe she's just you know I hope that but either way it's like even in my head I'm like how you knew this joke was in here right. and you still put your name on she it she saw it she gave notes on the scripts and the outlines there's right, no way she didn't worse. see it on 
every single one. She was extremely hands-on. She's a producer of the show. Stop acting like your fave didn't do this, okay? Maybe she didn't write it, but she co-signed it, and that's just as fucking bad. When the show is billed as an Amy Poehler production, because that's the thing that's going to bring people in to watch. Because Amy Poehler is so good at everything else, but Mr. Yeah, Mark, we don't know who the rest so... Of the are. Right, we don't even know who the Except fuck Gabby. are, y'all. Like, right, like, please. So, your name is the reason people are tuning into this, and you fucking know it, so you gonna own up to this shit. Secondly, bitch, R. Kelly is a known child rapist. A joke about pissing on Blue Ivy is not just a joke because R. Kelly pissed in a minor girl's mouth on camera. It is not a fucking joke. There's nothing funny about that. There is proof. And for those of you who are still talking about, oh, R. Kelly couldn't have been that bad and all this, I encourage you to go online and read the court documents in the R. Kelly's case, in the R. Kelly case because they are truly motherfucking disturbing. And once you know the truth about that fucking nigga and the shit that he used to do, there is no way you can look at him the same. I know it's hard to divorce, you know, stupid shit from the artist i get it i know and most all of us have memories associated to art like everybody over what 20 has some probably you did something that you humped to r kelly in your preteen years or or whatever you pretended to you gyrated in the mirror something you two-stepped the old people love his ass too i get it but that nigga is a child rapist and everybody knows it there have been dozens of girls who come out who have come out about r kelly and this has been going on forever he fucking married Aaliyah and when her ass was underage it is it is not a secret at all, and there's nothing fucking funny about raping girls. He raped a child on camera and was acquitted, and you are making a joke about this nigga pissing on Blue Ivy Carter. And everybody involved thought that that was totally motherfucking fine. Do you really think Amy Poehler would have seen a script that said, oh, I can't wait until Violet Affleck Affleck is old enough for Bill Cosby to drug her, you know, and, and that like that's some great thing. Of course not. She would never say that because, first of all, Violet Affleck and every other little white girl is afforded a certain level of protection and consideration that black girls just are not. Black girls are treated like they are just total trash and it doesn't matter what you say or whatever terrible shit y'all put or out about them. Are. It doesn't matter how young. Right. It doesn't matter because somehow you deserve it. Ayanna Jones shot dead in her bed and somehow it's her fault. A little black girl. It's like you're not even human. That you would never, white, pe- white women would never green light that joke. They would never, ever, ever do that. And secondly, Bill Cosby's victims were mostly white women. And so they are very careful about the jokes they make. And the fact that Bill Cosby did that shit to a bunch of white women has a huge part of the reason that people are giving a fuck about that story now. Because R. Kelly targeted dis. dis- advantaged i'm getting emotional young black girls he did this shit on purpose he went after girls who first of all probably wouldn't tell because they would be dazzled by the name r kelly and the money and the gifts and whatever the fuck else he used to pick up these girls from school and take them to mcdonald's like these are children he knew what to do to attract children and you think that that's something that's funny like you think that that situation is something worse of to joke about and i just don't understand that about you what's funny about what i just said i have i go ahead i'll wait i'll let you finish if you think it's so fucking funny why don't you make a joke about subway jared molesting your son 
won't you make a joke about Woody Allen molesting Tina Fey's daughter? You would fucking never. You would never disrespect your th- these white legends. Like, they act like Woody Allen is untouchable. Like, they sit there and celebrate Woody Allen like he's not married to his stepdaughter. Still today. Like... They really, white people really do like worship him. And there's like five people willing to speak up and be like, no, he ain't shit. The rest of them really act like he's some kind of genius to be revered. Like, are you goddamn, do y'all not give a fuck about kids at all? (laughs) You would, it's not, you're not going to do, but most importantly, you're not going to do that to those little white children because you understand that they're children and they're in the public eye and they didn't fucking ask for it and they don't deserve no heinous shit like that. How dare you disrespect Blue Ivy Carter like that? How fucking dare you, bitch? When I saw this, um, don't you have another one? I mean, yeah, but I mean, go ahead. Say whatever you need to say. No. Because my only, I, all I have left to do is cuss out white people and I can do that anytime, so. The thing about this show, I watched it actually because two people, two people had actually recommended it to me and I was like, oh, okay. And so I'm sitting there and I'm watching it with, Tay was actually with me. Mm. And it's funny because when they first started, She's, like, about to tell the joke or what she's tweeting or something. And she says, like, I can't wait for Blue Ivy. And then you, like, hear traffic or something. So I said to myself, like, I bet you I bet you they ain't going to say whatever the Blue Ivy, whatever. I know you. Mm-hmm. Right. Shut up. So I thought that that was funny because it was, like, she's probably said something dumb about Blue Ivy. And then they, like, mute it or whatever yeah. so you can't hear it, right. whatever. And then they come back around and they say it. But the thing about it that really pissed me off is they she says it more than once. Like, it's not a joke that they just say one time and it's like, oh my God. And then they never like, it's like something that she says and like sits there and then they bring it up again in another scene and then it just like sits there. And like, I was just like, after I couldn't believe that Amy Poehler would put her name on some bullshit like that or that they would even put that shit in the show. And then I actually like, I kept going because I wanted to see mm-hmm like where it was gonna go with yeah and it's like that type of show like there are aids jokes cancer jokes some girl said something about like when my uncle molested me i thought he was joking and then when i cut it off (laughs) was when i cut it off when that same woman said something like i told them to give the diversity scholarship to someone who needs it and that's how blackish happened i was like okay like The thing about it is, when you say, like, how is that funny, I've noticed that, first of all, you have to keep in mind that humor, I guess, is, like, or funny is Mm -hmm. what, like, relative to the person in the situation or whatever. But there are some comics who feel like shocking statements are funny or, like, it's funny that you say something so horrible, like, that nobody else would say. Because I've never understood that. The first and maybe last time that I did stand up in this city, I went um, with my cousin Mike Brown, who's been on the show before, and some white guy who was there was an open mic, actually. And he was, like, very new, obviously. He was horrible. He wasn't funny at all. And he was, like, a young white gay man. And every one of his jokes was racist and not funny, had nothing. Mm. It was like, I'm at work and, you know, it's like everyone is afraid to, to, to say that someone is a black person or describe someone as black. And you just had to do with me. 
And they say, oh, which, who is the the person you're describing? I say, it's Tyrone, the one who steals. Or some, some like, it was literally something like that. Like, mm-hmm. not even exaggerated. And I'm sitting there, I looked at my cousin like, so I have to whoop this man's ass when we walk out this motherfucker? Like, I have to drag this honky down the block because he thinks it's... No one laughed. Everyone's sitting there like, what is going on? But I noticed that there are literally, uh, there are types of people that think that those types of things are funny. Like, I can't believe you would say this. Sarah Silverman, Lisa Lampanelli, mm-hmm. people, comics like that, they, like, really make their career off of just saying really shocking, awful things. And that is what this show is supposed to be. And so I think that they thought that they were going to say some dumb shit like that and be able to excuse it by saying, well, the show's called Difficult People and no mm-hmm. one else in the show thinks yep. it's funny. It's all about how she's so mean and everyone else is judging her for it and she gets hate for it i don't even understand why you think it's bad they're really just exploring the fact that people say horrible things about people and it's like that doesn't make any difference like how are you supposed to feel like i thought honestly beyonce aside you know we love her Mm -hmm. but how could it feel like to be watching a show just to say oh maybe it's good and then they say I hope that our I can't wait for our for your your baby Mm -hmm. to be old enough for someone to piss on them like for someone to rape her like how like where that's just not funny it's there's no way that that could be not as a person or as a parent like it just don't I don't even see how as a mother you approve some shit like that much less just a regular ass human being with feelings but what you gonna learn today bitch is that just because you thought oh I can slap the name difficult people on it and make these two assholes does not mean that anything you say is justified and that's what your little dizzy ass stands can get through their heads too there is nothing you're not pointing out a greater issue about R. Kelly when you position a three year old to be the butt of an R. Kelly joke and girl who's talking about R. Kelly in 2015 like who was talking about R. Kelly pissing on people in 2015 like you're not making a like you're saying a Bill Cosby joke or something that is like relative to what's going on like making a point about R. Kelly for what we all know what he did that's dead like you know what I'm saying like you made a horrible joke because you thought it would be funny that this bitch said something so fucking horrible because that's supposed to be the point of the show and what I'm saying is there are comics who believe that they can just say disgusting things like that and dress it up by saying oh well it's just a joke or it's whatever like when Donald Trump says that maybe she was she was there was blood coming from her eyes or maybe somewhere else you know it's like oh well I can just say well it's just a joke there's a line in comedy there Mm -hmm. is there's a line there has to be a line in everything that you do I know there's a motherfucking line because I tap dance on that bitch every day of my life And sometimes I jump over that bitch real quick and jump right back. But like saying R. Kelly pissing on a baby, somebody's actual human baby that ain't done nothing to nobody is like that's not even crossing the line. That's like jumping in a catapult and launching yourself past it. Honestly, Beyonce should slap the shit out of you. She really should. Like, she's completely justified. If she, the next time, if she sees you, she slaps you. If I was you, I would just take that and honestly ask for another one because you deserve a second (laughs) one. Like, if I were you, that would be what the fuck I did because this is disrespectful (laughs) on a whole nother goddamn level. please, more. (laughs) Just, I know. How dare, I understand. You motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> like, you don't get to use ch- toddlers 
for cheap-ass jokes for your bullshit-ass show, bitch. And honestly, I'm truly disappointed. I know you don't give a fuck about that, but I thought I could trust you. And you're just one other raggedy-ass self-proclaimed feminist who doesn't fucking get it. If your feminism does not include intersectionality, then it isn't feminism. If your feminism is only focused on white women and what they have to deal with in America, which, yes, is sexist, but only sexist, then you need to fucking change your feminism. If you are going to be out here talking about you have this website for smart girls and developing and molding girls into being their authentic selves and being bold and creative and expressive, all that is good, but you clearly don't extend humanity to little black children. And so fuck you, Amy Poehler. And that's my read. You know, like I went to UCB... Yeah, Just one semester. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, I liked Amy Poehler, even though honestly, I like um, Kimmy Schmidt, but that Dong character left me feeling kind of funny. I who? just felt like Dong. Have you watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt? Of course, Dong, the oh. Asian guy. I just felt like it was a little too like stereotypical. I didn't really like how they did that character. I felt like they tried to do like they tried to turn it around in the end, and that's not her show, no way. But oh right, no, it's not. That's Tina Fey. Show. Oh right, Tina Fey. Oh, see, well, Tina Fey, I was looking at her side at, sideways after that, and now this with Amy Poehler is just like, ugh, like, girl, why? The thing about it, and I just want to say this really quickly because it's also something that I thought about when I was thinking about this. There are comics that can tell really, like, offensive, derogatory jokes and get away with it because of the way that they structure the joke. Not everyone can do that. In fact, I would venture to say that not many comics can do that. I would think that it's an art. You have some fucking, you know, comedians like Dave Chappelle and Paul Mooney, even Ellen, that have the ability to tell jokes that could be like offensive but the way that it's told or the way Ellen that it tells is said, nasty jokes on daytime because of the way she phrases them you know what i'm saying yeah. not everyone can do that and that's fine bitch just don't tell the fucking joke you have to understand when you're going into a situation like that if you're gonna say a joke that's offensive that it's offensive you have to acknowledge that it's offensive so don't just say oh well i can't you know wait for somebody to get raped you can't believe that i just said that that's not funny there's nothing funny about that like if you are gonna go that far if you're gonna be that bold at least take the damn time and the effort to structure the damn joke and make it so that it's like oh my gosh like Whoopi goldberg and all of her you know disappointing dreads these days (laughs) she told a joke that one time which i don't even think it's her joke have you ever heard that joke about the little black angel that the little black baby angel i don't think so i'll tell you the joke later i'm sure you can google it and it won't be hard to find but like she told a joke that was like extremely racist Mm -hmm. and everyone laughed but it was like did you laugh because the joke was funny or did you laugh because what like it was actually an interesting conversation and if she wasn't black i damn sure wouldn't have laughed but she could have maybe told it in a different way and i would have thought it was funny louis ck told a joke with where he said faggot and he was talking about the word faggot Mm -hmm. and i actually laughed like at first i was like how dare you but then the way that he set it up afterwards was almost like Okay, that's kind of funny. Like, you didn't do that here. You were just lazy saying offensive dumb shit because you white and nobody's ever going to do anything to you because of it. And so you feel like you can talk about little black kids or whoever the fuck else, talk about AIDS or talk about cancer or talk about whatever 
And you're just going to get away with it because you're white and Amy Schumer is producing your show. I mean, Amy Poehler is producing your show. <laughs> Even though just one I white got, girl my, another. got my eye on that shoe. I met one of her writers and she is really funny. And I've seen Amy Poehler's show and I... Schumer. I, see? Just interchangeable white girls. I've seen Amy Schumer's show... Um, and I liked it, so, but I feel like she's one of the ones where it's like, you got just one time. Give them some time. You got just one time, girl, because you skating on thin ass ice right now. That's what I'm saying. We don't need to rely on anybody to be our everything and get us through Mm-mm. whatever. Like, you know, you can be a fan and, and still be disappointed because we're all human and we Understand do dumb that. shit. Beyonce and, is human, so we all are. Right. And I couldn't get with that bang. Remember the bang. I thought it photographed well, but in video it did not look so good. But like when she styled, like when it was the pictures, like we don't have to relive it. I like the point. I liked is, it situationally. The point is that every now and then somebody that you really, really like, celebrity wise or whatever, might do something. Probably will do some shit that you won't mm-hmm. like or agree with, or that might or will like, disappoint you, like extremely disappoint you and you have to learn how to take that talent aside from the shit that is that they are or that they're doing or whatever Mm -hmm. and live with that shit i fucking love amy amy polar it's not gonna make me feel any different about parks and rec (laughs) it's not gonna make me feel any fucking different about baby mama and a whole bunch of other shit but it does make me feel different about her as a person yep which sucks but hmm it is what it is I mean, so. but the show blows. Like, it's not even good. So no, it's not. It's not like anyone's missing anything. So you might as well just skip it. It wasn't like, oh, God, that one joke is stopping me from, like, I actually went past that and was like, let me see if this actually, let me see if this actually saves. <laughs> it's just be like, fuck the mic. Because it's in my face. I'm talking to you. I know. But it just, it just got worse. And then Gabourey is in the fucking show and, but that bitch she is never without work no let me tell you something say what you want but gabby has a job continuously and that was one of the main things people said about her when they was like hating on her when she first came out was like she ain't never gonna get another role and that's all she gonna do every time i turn around american horror story the big c and y'all are just mad she shows up and she's happy and she's on instagram with jesse's ass and they being best friends and cute and shit and y'all are just mad you see her twerking no, I haven't seen. What did that come she out today? She was shaking that ass with Jesse, like in the kitchen. So I cute. saw Jesse mopping her floors or some shit I shirtless. Did see that I too. God damn, I love them. the life. Anyway, so that's this long ass show. Oh yeah, that's the read this week. Um, make sure you check out thisistheread dot com and follow us at this is the read on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also, check TheReadLive.com for tickets to our upcoming live shows in St. Louis and Charlotte this fall. Yes, shout out to Atlanta. We'll be seeing you very, very soon, August 28th, I believe. Yes. Um, And then we'll be jetting out to Europe, which I'm excited and nervous about because it's so, so far away. Um, But I think it's going to be a great time. Um, And yes, Charlotte, St. Louis. We've got D.C. at the end of the year. Um, if you don't have a ticket to uh, my upcoming Ass Shaking Fest all the way live <laughs> on the 30th, I'm telling you bitches, like you already know New York surrounding areas, we only got so Ooh. much time before Jack Frost comes yeah, out and starts. It's about to be too cold to have you know, fun. Biting your tits off, so <laughs> come out. It's going to be a great time. We had a blast at 305 Live, and so we're going to do that again. And 
fun and ignorance and great time. Biting your tits off. Whatever. Okay. I don't um, think I have any announcements. Do you? Shout out to um, our great, great friends. Oh my God, duh. Yes. That was like an item. Um, Asante and Dustin and our great friend Fran of Hey Fran, Hey Fran. Hey friend, hey fame is what I was attempting. <laughs> they uh, premiered their brand new uh, podcast today, which is yesterday now that you're listening to it, which is called The Friend Zone right here on Loudspeakers. So make sure that you subscribe to them on iTunes, they're on SoundCloud and the like, and go and show them love and tweet them. Um, flash your titty, like tweet flashes tits. Yeah, okay. And asterisks because that's how you know <laughs> that you're doing it. Yes, and their show comes out Wednesdays, which is one day before ours. So for those of you who have been looking for a new podcast, we'll recommend that one. Our friends have been on the show, and we love them, obviously. We should get Fran on to come talk about healthy shit and natural hair and stuff, because I'm sure. That show is like, it's going to be like a a funny R&B song with with like an 808. (laughs) That's what their podcast is going to be like. It's going to be, yeah. Like a bass, not a doom, 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 doom. I'm sorry. So, but yes, yeah, so check out the friend zone and congrats, friends. We love you guys. Um, other than that, oh, if you or anyone you know uh might be a videographer in the UK, we're looking for someone to uh shoot some stuff for us when we're out um out there for the show. So if you are interested or know someone who might be, email us at asktheread at gmail.com. Just put videographer or UK videographer in the subject in all caps so that we can see it. Um, and we'll just try and reach out to you. And yeah. Yes. I so think that's it. Okay. So um, do we have an acronym this week or not? Um, the acronym this week is C. D L S. I don't know where I was going with that, but I was gonna say Sierra doesn't love Sprite, but oh she my does God. love ginger ale. I was gonna say Sierra does lunges slowly. <laughs> I was kind of close. It's like you have it and then you <laughs> purposely go left. No, it's just I mean because she's very fit. It was I thought it was a natural progression. Anyway, all right, we'll see y'all next week. Okay. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to... Maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health. Or I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. 
Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.